It's Wimbledon, discipline, but yet you find anyone equivalent. Ain't no podcast similar, now you won't find no synonyms. Be produced by Q Smith, sound like it's by Timberland. JBB in charge, EG set the bar. Cool be sipping water tree and Turk gon' lay the law. Jokes may go too far, but that's just who we are. Prolific, so gifted, words that have your soul lifted. So consistent, yet so different. Ain't nobody copy that lane. Carry that torch, heat up the game Ain't nobody got that flame Different, different Man, this intro different Man, this intro ignorant It was good, ladies and gentlemen <laughs> You know what day it is You know what time it is It's time for another edition Rendish, Rendish, Stippy edition Of the one and only The one ignorant university podcast I am your host with the most Eating toast, seeing ghosts It is spooky season And we here to do some scary things On this show Jay Brown And I'm coming to you Semi-live from an undisclosed location why? Because there's ghosts, there's goblins, and more importantly, Eric's ugly faces outside, and I don't want to see none of them. So, while I'm taking shots, I might as well introduce you to the man who you will not be seeing much of because it is basketball and hockey season, and somebody got to clean the ice. Ladies and gentlemen, EG, what's good? What's popping with you? Guys, to be back. Um, right now, watching Luca cook, to, cook his, bo- uh, his son's. That's all. His sons or the sons? His sons. Because Devin Booker's his bitch. The man has spoken. So, ladies and gentlemen, to my virtual right, we have the man who is so hydrated that he pisses pure Aquafina and he's not even allowed to drink that brand. Ladies and gentlemen, be cool. What's happening, what's happening y'all? Uh, man, salute to the University of Tennessee, man, for getting that win over Bama. Uh, but also, if you're on... The University of Alabama, please do not slap any female fan from the other team, or your ass will end up in last chance you. That is all. Bro, okay. One quick thing about that. As an Alabama player, you should know if you're going if you lose, you know what's gonna happen. Everything get off the field immediately. Get off the field immediately, bro. Bro, and your your NIL money ain't giving you Devontae Adams bank account you do not need to put yourself in that kind of position it's not a good idea and despite how much you are loved at alabama for playing football and how much y'all win never forget you are still a black man in tuscaloosa alabama exactly that slapped the white girl living in knoxville tennessee (laughs) please don't don't ever think that you are too big in that city to to, for for them you may forget you in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. I guarantee you they not going to forget you in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. People don't realize, like, almost every school in the SEC legit is like, bro, you basically in the sundown town. <laughs> like, yeah, dog. Like, um, LSU is cool. Baton Rouge is cool. Gainesville. But Baton Rouge is, is like, heavily... Baton Rouge is heavily segregated, of course. Bro, it, it's literally like this in the SEC. The further east you go, the more races it gets. Outside of Florida, I'd say that's the correct statement. I'd say that's correct. Facts. Because Athens, Georgia is a long way from Atlanta. From Atlanta. Long way. I mean, would you, would you, um, Mississippi State, Star- Starksville? No, sir. Ole Miss? No, sir. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> Auburn? No, sir. No, sir. Auburn. 
College Station? Absolutely no. not. I mean, I mean, Mizzou, you might get a little leeway because it's an actual town. Lexington, Kentucky is an actual town. But Knoxville, but Lex- Tennessee. Hold on. Lexington, Kentucky is still Kentucky now. It is. Hey, man. Churchill Downs, my brother. Churchill Downs. Hey, look, I don't even I don't even know where University of South Carolina is. I just know it's South Carolina. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're fucked. <laughs> hey, you're in South Carolina. Like I, I, I think it's in Columbia. I want to say it's in Columbia. Oh no, I think it, I, I think you're right. I think it's Columbia, South Carolina. Yeah. No, it's still South Carolina. Uh, uh-uh. uh. No sir, no sir. Yeah, pretty much. The more east you go, the racist it gets. Hey, look, y'all, don't, just don't slap women. How about that? Let's not do that. Oh, yeah, and don't forget Arkansas. Arkansas, yeah, racist, too. Fayetteville? Fayetteville, Arkansas. Fayetteville? Oh, my Jesus, just, just no, no, sir, no, sir. If it ends with the Ville, more than likely it's racist, unless it's Duncanville. That's because Duncanville is just not big enough to be racist. Facts. If Duncanville was bigger, if Duncanville was was the size of GP, it would have enough white people there to be racist. To be considered highly racist. But y'all already know, take take that ignorant advice. If you're in the SEC, you won't see me in that city. But we have other things to slander because even though it is a young season, the best, the NBA season has begun and already the LA Lakers look like shit. Coop. Care to explain? Um, I, I I told y'all from the jump. Hey man, this is the I'm Le, I, LeBron has two things on his mind: passing Kareem and playing with his son. Like, there's no way I told y'all as constituted the Lakers were going to win a championship. I mean, uh, you're probably gonna get what 60 games out of them this year. Uh, at best, they're a seven six seed. Um, Anthony Davis. He's just not dominating on both ends like the way we want him to or think he can. Russell Westbrook's not a good fit. Uh, they don't have enough young 3 and D guys. Um, it was good to see Kendrick Nunn out there. Um, it was good to see. I like Lonnie Walker. Definitely he's a good pickup. Uh, the, uh, the white boy, he's straight. Um, Austin Reeves? Yeah, Austin Reeves is straight. But uh, other than that, man, as constituted, bro, you're not a championship team. And we all knew that coming in. I mean, the only thing we're looking for is this season to the Lakers is LeBron passing Kareem, and uh, that, that's pretty much it. Um, you know, LeBron fan first, Mavs fan second. So you know how that goes. Big riding first, taking the L second. That is what Coop just explained. EG, I mean, how you feeling about it? Look, man, Lakers are in deep, deep waters right now. They ain't put no shooters around that team, especially when you got players like a LeBron in in uh, Westbrook. You need shooters, and you didn't. You didn't decide. You didn't do that at all. Then on top of that, you give Rob Palinka an extension. Yeah, they, that just shows me they don't care about winning right now. I mean, like, at, at this at this point, it's all about being Showtime. It's about being entertaining in LA. I mean, their their biggest attention grabber that they have this year is ensuring that when LeBron passes Kareem, it's inside the Staples Center. Literally. Like, that's that's that. Well, no, crypt was it crypto arena, whatever the fuck it is. That that's but, uh, that was gonna be my next question. Is it, it is it still gonna be the crypto.com arena by the time that happens? And we'll say what a little after the all star break, yeah, man. It's uh, it's trash, but um, 
I mean, that's how the Lakers is. That's how the Lakers are. The Lakers were a team that were built to win one championship for sure, two if they could squeeze it out. But at this point, I mean, you can't – LeBron in year 20 can't be your best player. Well, especially not surrounded by no shooters or nothing. Like, I mean, Anthony Davis, bro, you can't be our age. Like, you should be in the prime of your career. Just don't get it. His prime's cut short. Yeah. I mean, at one point, we were legit saying Anthony Davis was better than Giannis, but that was years ago. And we see one player work their ass off and didn't take one championship for granted, and we see what happened somewhere else. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, you know, a lot of this could have been forgiven, but the worst sign that I saw last night was honestly the fact that if LeBron is shooting 10 threes, we have a problem. Hey, hey, no, unless LeBron is just feeling it that night and he just can't miss, which, you know, all great players just have that one night where shit, he might go seven for 10 from three. If you have a night like that, hey, let it fly. That happens. But on a right, he went three for 10. Ain't no reason LeBron should ever be taking 10 threes unless he's just feeling it, feeling it. It would have been different if, you know, he made two more, but. I mean, no, I see your point. Anytime you shoot fifty percent from the field, I can't say shit to you. I I, I truly can't. Fifty percent is great, no matter how you, you look at it. Unless I'll, your name is I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you forty percent. I'll give him four for ten on threes. At least one yeah. of the double digits in points. At least that gives me twelve points. Facts. But LeBron is, and it's also the fact I'm looking at who else shot threes. Russ only took. Three threes. Anthony Davis only took three threes. I think Pat Bev only attempted five shots. And Kendrick Nunn had 13 points, which off the bench isn't bad. That's that's what you're asking for a guy off the bench. But he's the only dude on your bench who scored more than three points. You know what's crazy though? Russ actually played a pretty good game last night. Russ, hey. Did you hear anything negative about Russ come out of my mouth? He played pretty good. Yeah, he, he played, played pretty, pretty good. It's the team isn't a good fit. I'm not talking about us per se, saying anything bad about Russ. But you know what you know where I'm getting at. I mean, yes, Russ will take a, a lion's share of the blame this year. And if it's deserved, it's deserved. Like last year it was. But as of now, as of game one. Hey, Russ had a good game. He didn't shoot bad. I believe he was like five for 11, six for 12, something like that. Had like 18, I want to say. Hey, that's about what I asked for Russell Westbrook at this point of his career. But, but the crazy part is the since the bubble championship, this era of the Lakers will be most likely blamed on Frank Vogel, Rob Palenka, and Russell Westbrook. Like, those three are going to take the lion's share of the blame as to why this has just been a shit show going downhill. Like, the only way the Lakers can save themselves has been like, all right, LeBron, you passed Kareem here. We're going to have to trade you and Anthony Davis somewhere else, and we're going to have to reload on picks. I mean, they have to because LeBron – if you trade LeBron at this point in year 20, he can get you four to five first right now. He's still a top five player in the league, yes. Hell, uh, he, he may not like it. Y'all look around and, and send them to Utah. They got plenty of picks. The thing about it, though, with the Lakers, 
They're too. It'll have to be. Too, it'll be a. Three they're team. too much of a. It'll be a three-team trade. Yeah, because I was say Lakers are too flashy. They're too too much of an ego franchise to ever go down the draft route. That's just who they are. But this is their problem. They were so hell they didn't plan for the post-Kobe era because what they were doing was they were like, I right, we fucked up toward the end of Kobe's career. So we're just expecting a superstar to come here like a LeBron James when he's done, which always happens for the Lakers. But they drafted some guys who were good players, but the Lakers were planning on dismembering them guys from the jump. Like, now, in the post-LeBron era, you're not going to get another superstar. Just rebuild. It's okay. It's okay to rebuild well, from the draft and actually fucking develop players, bro. It's okay. Well, well, the superstar that they were banking on can't even stay on the court for more than 20 games. Yes. That's never been the Lakers' strategy. Like, the Lakers' time of drafting and development and development ended around the Andrew Bynum days. After that, after that, it was basically a somebody going to come to this bitch because we are indeed the L.A. Lakers and can nobody turn us down. Well, they see that you're a shit show of a franchise right now and DeMar didn't want to go. DeMar, no, no, no. You You didn't see that podcast. He wanted to go. He thought everything was done deal. But then the trust trade happened. Oh, yeah, I, I saw that. Um, they, they didn't get DeMar, and they got Westbrook for whatever reason, when DeMar would have been a much better fit. With, with DeMar DeRozan there, you have a fighting chance of winning a title because he's a great fit. Yes, a team a, guy who doesn't require the ball in his hand. And he can take over the games when Russ, I mean, when KD, I mean, when uh, LeBron and fucking AD aren't playing. Plus, it's a better offensive flow because you have you can have Braun at the one, him at the two, and then you could just fill in the rest of the guys on the roster. So that's when you can put a JaVale McGee at the five, get a solid four, get a three and D three. You can keep fucking Kyle Kuzma and all those guys. But when Russ is fucking taking up $50 million of the cap space, what the hell is going on, bro? bro because they never had any intent on development. development is cool development is how the top teams in the NBA got to be top teams Giannis was not a star when he came in the league the Bucks were somewhat patient and saw potential and let it let it happen that's how the Miami Heat have stayed relevant for the last decade with a severe lack of star power Um, that that's how hell that's how the Spurs stayed relevant for two decades. Yes, they had star power. They weren't stars when they were drafted. It, it, it's really not hard a hard formula to follow, but it's not a flashy formula, and that's all the Lakers care about. I mean, as now you you've just developed such a such a I mean, that's who you are. Your mantra is is this. So it'll be real interesting to see after this year. But like I said, at best seven seed. Um Hey, man, just uh, congrats on LeBron. He's still in shape. You're probably going to average 30 points a game. You're going to pass Kareem probably around the All-Star break or a little afterwards. Hey, man, I'm just saying it early. Congratulations, LeBron. Um, they're probably going to move Russ after Thanksgiving, hopefully. It just depends because 
the uh, the Waban Nabanya or whatever, you know, there's gonna be a lot of teams tanking for him. So, hey man. Oh, Victor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wabanya, yeah, yeah. Want to know? Want to know something funny? I thought about your face. This man, buddy. This man, buddy Hill was going off. That could have been a, that could have been you, Rob Palinka and the Lakers. Yeah, got buddy and Miles Turner, bro. Yeah, another OU player. But Eric doesn't have an OU bias. But that's not the boy here. The Lakers need to get their shit together, and we're just gonna watch it all implode. So nah, that, just, on... that was just because they've been involved with Buddy Hill rumors for all summer. And we see where it got him. But we have other rumors to talk about. So the next rumor is Russell Wilson is dog ass. And I have that from a very reputable source of Russell Wilson because we've all we all witnessed that Monday night game, which was awful on both teams. But we're not here to talk about the Chargers. I've ranted about them enough this year. But that was a one-off performance for them. Russell Wilson has been a pile of ass since he stepped foot at the Denver International Airport. Cool. What the hell? Number one, I'm going to be 100% honest. Um, Russell Wilson isn't as good of a quarterback as we thought he was. Number two, a lot of these reads that he's making are his fault. Three, you have the offensive personnel to get it done. Um, four, this is why you don't extend a quarterback when you first get him until you see him over uh, with a year in. Five as well. Um, funny as hell that Melvin Gordon keeps getting mad, but he fumbles every game. Hilarious. Um, but, uh, yeah, Russell Wilson, you're too experienced of a quarterback, and you've been through so much to be making these mistakes. Now, the first game, first game of the season, I'll give that on, on the coach because that was bad play calling. But ever since then, like, come on, Russ. Like, you, you've, been, you've been through this. You ain't a damn rookie. Like, you were the missing piece. They brought you in because you know how to facilitate talent and do this. I hope it gets better. I hope this is just a little six-game thing where we're just figuring it out. Because they, in the AFC, he's still they're still able to make a playoff push um, because I just believe I – just, I just think the Kansas City Chiefs will make it for sure. Um, and either you or the, uh, or the Broncos are, will fight for that one. You know, depends. Y'all are a better team constructed right now than the Broncos, especially when you get Keenan Allen back. Um, uh, but that Bosa thing is going to hurt. But Khalil Mack is doing his thing. Um, but I just, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I just can't explain it. Cause, cause even, you know, when you're looking at the telecast, um, that, uh, that they're doing, you know, even one time listening to Eli and Peyton talk, they were just like, bro, what are you seeing in your progressions? Like, what the hell is going on? Like you, you've done, I've seen you do better with worse talent, but I don't know. You see what I'm saying? Is, is Metcalf and Lockett that much better than Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, is, was the offensive line there in Seattle that much better than it is here? I don't know. I don't know. But uh, we got two thing, more games. It's a long season, guys. My counter to that, though, is like, look at Geno Smith. Geno Smith is fucking bu- – hey, man, shout out to Geno Smith, man. I'm proud of him. That's, like, bro. that's what – him and Marcus Mariota are playing their ass off this year. Proud of them, man. Because my whole thing is, like, that's literally the same system Russ is in. But, yet yeah, Geno's making it work, and Russ struggled these last three years. 
So that tells you that tells you that there's a common denominator right there that lets you know maybe that maybe Russ had us fooled for the last ten years. Look, I, I got some numbers just to throw out you, and these ain't no football focus. These ain't no advanced stats. These are just nitty gritty down to earth stats. At this point, going into week seven that we are going into now, Russ has one thousand four hundred and forty-two yards, fourteen hundred yards, which is thirteenth in the NFL slightly above average, which is as for a guy with a resume of Russell Wilson. He has thrown five. He's only thrown five touchdowns, which is 23rd in the NFL. Mind you, let me throw some names that are above him on the list. Kirk Cousins. I just had to start off with Kirk Cousins just to make Eric mad. Look, 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 I'll get on that later. Kirk Cousins. Derek Carr. Um... He's barely above Je- Justin Fields for the Bears. Look, I don't know what Russ's issue is. Maybe he wasn't that guy that we thought they were in Seattle. And more and more of his former teammates are coming out and talking negative about Bro, him. it's getting ugly. Bro, have y'all seen what Marshawn, when Richard Sherman and Marshawn Lynch were talking? And yeah. Sherman's like, Sherman's like, hey, man, why don't you reach out to him and talk to him? Yeah, you got to go through his manager. And Marshawn Lynch, we know if there's one dude in the interview who's going to keep it 100, keep it 100% real, ain't never going to lie to you, it's Marshawn Lynch. Well, and it's like said, uh, it's like Golden Tate on Twitter was like, he, he tweeted, he was like, I tried telling y'all, or we tried telling y'all. But what was, the, what, was their big, what was the biggest thing that Pete Carroll had to face? He said, you can either choose this defense or you can choose Russell Wilson. And who did he fucking choose? That and was that can... was Richard Sherman's beef the whole time. Facts. And, and then Pete Carroll came out and started saying uh, stuff about Russell. Even in Lynch is straight up like, look, if I can't call you directly, especially if I went to war with you on that field, bro, I'm not going to call you. And he right. Why would I? That, that's some old bullshit. Why would I, ha- why would I go through a manager for a dude I blood I bled, sweat, and cried with. Like this is this ain't no um this ain't no relationship we have from afar. Like this is we was in the locker room together. I, I got dressed 10 feet away from you. That 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 ain't right. And I there's just so much bullshit going on with Denver that I was not prepared for. Um Javante Williams gets a little dinged up and you would think, hey. Melvin Gordon's a solid number two back to go to. He's a number one on most teams. Fucking fumbles. And then wants to cry about it. And the fact it happened against the Chargers, just kind of, I'm not a hater against Melvin Gordon because he was good to me for a few years. I have nothing against him. But when he does that shit, if he gets yanked out, and I'm just like, huh. Nah, he be, he be making them little pouty faces and shit, bro. He got to quit that shit, bro. Fact. Like, Mel, you put... The whole thing about this is Melvin Gordon put himself in this situation. The Chargers offered him like 11 mil a year to stay. It's not like we didn't offer him. And he said, nah, I'm going to go to Denver. And then he didn't realize who was behind him. I'm like, well, shit, Eck be toting that hole anyway. And he's a better pass catcher out the backfield. I'm not tripping about it at all. So the, the Broncos just have a million problems. And it hurts to watch them simply because their defense is damn good. That defense is damn good. Hey, man, Bro, Bradley okay. Chubb is eating, and that motherfucker, uh, 
Hey, PS2, man, that that boy can ball, dog. Bro, like, that AFC West in general has just been the biggest, it has been the biggest the a- letdown. The AFC West might be the biggest letdown in the most overrated conference in NFL history. Because there was so much hype. And ladies and gentlemen, keep you keep in mind, I'm a fan of the AFC West. This is my conference. We bolt up all day, every day. And look, the Raiders are, are I don't think anyone could have predicted the Raiders being this bad. Yeah, no, guys, bro. Nobody would have predicted that. If you're telling me you thought Russ would fall off a cliff like this, you're a fucking liar. There, there's no way. The Chiefs are, are the Chiefs, even though they have legitimately taken a step back that, that is clear to see. Um, the Chargers, even though they have not played great as of late, they're still 4-2, so that still puts them at the top of the AFC at this very moment. So I won't get into much of them right now, but you know they not innocent. That's nuts, man. And, and, and like, this season, everybody was literally like, damn, bro, who gonna make, who gonna win the division? Like, like the crazy thing is, them parlays was looking crazy, bro, in the beginning for who was gonna win the division, bro. Look at that. Stupid. And now, it, it, it's a one and a half man's race. I'm not even gonna say two, because the Chargers are so iffy at this very moment that it is clearly the Chiefs to lose with the Chargers slightly nipping at their heels. But behind that, there's no one else who's even a contest. Yeah, that's it, bro. Denver, no. Chargers, no. I mean, I mean, Denver uh, and the Raiders, no. Chargers are there, but y'all not going to win two games against the Chiefs. Um, bro, J- Jamal. That, that, you know what, this is crazy, Jamal. You know what pisses me off about y'all's team? Everything. And I know you're going to probably agree with me. Y'all really should be a top four team right now. Like, being dead honest, y'all really should be a top four team in the league right now. Look, the, the fact that we're four and two is damn amazing. It, it is by far amazing. Hey, fam, uh, bro, what the, what the hell does Kenneth Murray Jr. be doing, bro? I'm, Smoking crack? I, that's a very good question. Thank God for Drew Tranquil and Kenneth Van Noy for holding down that linebacker spot because Kenneth Murray Jr. is just out there. And, oh, before we end this segment, I, I, I didn't want to make it about the Chargers. Believe me, this was a Russ Slander statement. J.C. motherfucking Jackson. Yo, that has to be the biggest free agent. That and Russ, those were two free agent fans. J. Bro, J.C. Jackson. Jackson is looking like Xavier Rose. Now, hey, no. I remember that year when Xavier Rose was playing terrible. And I had a rant every weekend. That's where Jamal's at. JC Jackson, I want you to know I vouch for you. I wanted anybody to replace Mike Davis. And good Lord, I hate Mike Davis. But damn it, the way you playing, we could have just left this sorry ass out there. And guess what? You were so bad, we had to put his sorry ass out there. Thank God Russ can't throw a, a football into a blue part of the ocean. Or else, who knows? We might have lost by 40. But dear, get your shit together. I don't care what needs to happen. I don't care what you need to do. Take some steroids. Because at this point, if you get suspended, I won't give a fuck. Bro, that shit was that shit is OD. 
Because I'm like, bro, you're paying this dude all this money. And I look, I was like, bro, y'all are putting JC Jackson on the bench. I'm like, man, hell no, nah, bro. We're, we're paying him all this money for a second year play, a second year, uh, second round drafted player to be our best corner. Shout out, shout out to Asante Samuel Jr. Keep doing that thing. Florida State, the real DBU. Junior, bro, he that dude, bro. He a dog. He might be better than his dad, bro. He a dog. He, he it's looking like it. Coop, you got about 30 seconds. How 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 are you and your Ravens feeling right now? I will say on a positive note, shout out to us signing Deshaun Jackson. Even though he's 35 years old, he can run post routes and he is now our best receiver on the team. Um, another positive is Devin DuVernay on 95% of other teams would just be returning punts and kicks, but he was our number one receiver and probably still is because Deshaun's not going to play that much. Bro, he was your number one running back against the Bengals a couple weeks ago. Facts. Um, here's the thing. We got too many injuries, man, and we can't find an identity. Um, uh, Hill messed up his hamstring. Uh, still don't know when Gus Edwards is coming back. J.K. Dobbins has knee soreness. Uh, Kenyon Drake ran his ass off, but he doesn't get any enough consistent carries. I don't know what we're doing. Either we're a run team. I don't know if we're trying to be a pass team. I don't know what's going on. Um, we can't finish games. Our identity needs to be control the clock by any means and win games by kicking field goals. I mean, that should just be our mantra until we figure something out. Um, we're getting some help. But uh, DJ Moore is still out there on the trading block, and probably Jerry Judy will be on the trading block after one more week. Um, so we need to do something. Um, in the words of the Miami Dolphins, F them draft picks. Um, I'm still not convinced with Kyle Hamilton. Uh, you know how I feel about Notre Dame players, guys. And uh, that is all. But uh, we, can still, we can still win our division. That's what's crazy. Uh, These are facts. And there you go. EG, you get 30 seconds. Unfortunately, I'm going to give you that time. Go ahead. What's your Vikings looking like? Hey, man, we're 5 and one sitting on a bye week this week. Um, offense is looking good. Defense still need to clear things up. But I'll say this much. Games that we lost last year were all nothing but close games. And the fact that they're finding ways to win, I'll take that any I'll – take, I'll take a win over a perfect game any day. And we still lose. In fact, an ugly win is still a win. Because I, I even texted, I called Jamal the other day. I was like, bro, we're 5-1. and one. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing right now. Ladies and gentlemen, before, before we move on, we're going to move on to the next topic very, very quickly, the next 10 seconds. I want y'all, please tweet at, at Eric, at Eric McFly, and tell him, don't ever call my phone with that bullshit again. You're 5-1. Stop asking questions. Be happy about it. Hell wrong with him. Hey, man, when Kirk Cousins has been your quarterback for four years, you do, you're you used to 3-3 three and three or 4-2 and two by this point. So 5-1 is a little bit different. Yeah, and if I'm Coop, if your team is 5-1, and one, you don't know how he got there. You going to ask questions? Hell no. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, next topic. Um, y'all know I'm a movie buff on this thing. I love movies. I love watching. I love watching. I love going to the movies. If you watch, if you wait to your movies to come out on Disney Plus, you're doing it wrong, and I hate you. But we always go have some controversial opinions on this thing, so we gonna start it off early. Of what movies we think are just flat out overrated. Eg, I'm gonna let you go because I cut you off a little bit at the end, so I'm gonna be nice to you. Where you at? <laughs> I'm going to just say, 
Remember the Titans. Eric, don't even believe that. No, I'm playing. Overrated movie, Rocky Four. Which one is that? It's hard to keep all the Rockies that, together, uh, to be perfectly honest that, with you. That's the that? uh, uh, Russian one. Oh, that's with Drago? Yeah. Reason why that movie, for one, is overrated and it irritates me, too, because why the hell would you let Apollo Creed, who ain't boxing about 10 years, hop in the ring against a machine like that? These are valid questions. These are 100% valid questions. Like, bro, like, dude ain't thrown on the gloves in 10 years, and yet you're going to let him get into a ring with a killing machine like that? Like, come on, bro. Hey, man, the Rocky universe is not based on logic. Because if it was, why was Michael B. Jordan fighting a dude with four inches and at least 35, 40 pounds on him in that last Bro, movie? Bro. Ain't no damn way y'all in the same weight class. When they said he was a heavyweight in the first Creed, I was like, wait a minute. Michael He's B. Jordan. Of a middleweight. Like Michael middleweight. B. Jordan at best. At, when he was Killmonger, Michael B. Jordan might have been 190. Because we know it was like engineered. Like that's what made him look a whole lot bigger. Because him and Chad, him and him and Bozeman weren't that big. Man, when he was fought, fighting Drago's son, I said, bro, Drago's son looks like a legit 266-4. This looked like a damn light, this looked like a middleweight fighting a legit heavyweight, bro. I was like, what the hell is this? You know what, Jamal? Now that we're on this topic, I'm gonna just say the whole Rocky Creed franchise. I'm still going to watch it, though. Creed not really even part of Rocky. Like, this is what I'm tired of these fucking reboots. Bro, you are not part of the same universe if your shit came out 40 years later. No. Stop it. Get some new ideas and stop being fucking lazy. That's what I hate about Hollywood. Facts. You know they redoing the Christmas story, too? Just throwing that out there. Oh damn. I doubt it. Even though it's coming out in December, I highly doubt it's going to be a Christmas movie. But, yo, but, I, I, bro, just like coming to America, that shit did not need a sequel, bro. Bro, like, honestly, after Rocky Four, they should have just stopped it. We didn't need bro, Rocky like, Five. For sure didn't need that uh, one Rocky with Antonio Tarver. It was trash, fool! Hey, cool. where, where are you at with this? What is your overrated flick? The Sound of Music. Bro, you just hate it. Give the people the backstory of why you hate the sound of you. All right, so one of my homegirls, I was asking her, like we were discussing top five movies. She's a black woman. She told me her number one movie of all time is The Sound of Music. And I've never in my life, I've heard a black person say it's a great movie. Maybe top 10, bottom five. But your number one movie of all time was the sound of music. Look, as a theater person, like, the sound of music is a damn good play. And the movie is okay, too. But in no way should, no way should anyone ever say the sound of music is their favorite movie. Like, bro, what are you watching? Like, what, what entertains you if the sound of music is number one on your list? That's what I was saying. But like, I, w- I will say... Yeah, bro. Yeah. Mm. Can't do like, it. I mean, don't get me wrong. Sound of music is good, but it's not like, for me, it's not nowhere close sniffing my top 50. I, I, I would for sure not put the sound of music anywhere close to my top 
anything. It's one of those, it's good, it's all right if you know what you're watching. Like if you if you appreciate that kind of art, it's cool. But there's no way I would even come close to making it my favorite. It's like one of those movies where like if it's on, you'll watch it because it's on. Man, I'll watch that thing to fall asleep because it's like three hours. Yeah. Like I'm not sitting there gonna sit there and watch it just for just for the hell of it. No. Look, I'm I'm planning on ruffling a few feathers right here. Cause I'm 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 keeping hundred with y'all. I'm gonna let you know. My overrated film is the whole Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. I, I just don't see it. You know what? You're not even you're you're not ruffling my feathers with that because I ain't a big fan of it either. I'm I'm not a big fan of it, but Dead Man's Chest, I love the CGI in that. Bro, I just it, Look, Johnny Depp is damn good. And look, Captain Jack Sparrow is a fire-ass character. But the simple fact, but a simple fact, like he takes what you think a pirate is supposed to be and just says, fuck all that. I'ma be Jack Sparrow. And I appreciate that about any character. But just I, I can't get into it. Maybe if it wasn't Disney, I would feel a little a little better because it. Disney still wouldn't let it get as dark as I think it should have been. That's a movie that has to be rated R. Like Dead Man's Chest with uh with the with the Kraken and uh Davy Jones and them, that had to have been rated. Oh yeah. R. And bro, and you know what? If it wasn't Disney for Davy Jones, bro, you gotta throw that SpongeBob reference in there and he gotta have smelly socks. You, you, you got to. You got to for the people. Now I so, agree with Jamal though. Yeah, I agree. It was overrated, way too much money spent on it. And the movie should have at least started off PG-13 and went to rated R. Dead Man's Chest should have been rated R, but I love the CGI in Dead Man's Chest. Look, that that's just the Disney way to go. And, you know, you can only control so much of that. I feel that. But it just, it, it didn't stick with me. I can't. So, so, ladies and gentlemen, let us know what movies you think are overrated. And hey, we we might get back to you. See if we agree, if we disagree. If you say something blasphemy, blasphemous like Eric tried at the beginning to say something, remember the Titans, we throw hands around here. <laughs> Jamal knew I, Jamal knew I was trying to gaslight him with that one. That's why I said it. I wasn't even gonna let you, because you know what? You you can't you can't gaslight me with a Denzel movie. Like, come on. A bad <laughs> Denzel movie does not exist. The thing about it too, Jamal knows I love him. Remember the Titans, uh, that's why he didn't believe it. See, you just, you see how Eric be trying to do me. You you see how he thinks I'm going to fall for this shit. Like, I don't know him. Speaking of, you know what, Jamal? Never mind. I forgot. I can't even say what's overrated because it'll get us canceled. Fuck it. Let's get us canceled. What's up? The, anything 2022 Marvel related. I mean, you know, that that's a rough subject. We're not allowed to comment on that. Oh, we, we on not, my Twitter. You mean Coco Shea Butter uh, Twitter ain't going to come after us? I mean, she unfollowed me. I don't know about y'all. Say butter Twitter, bro. That is a monster you do not want to face, bro. Look, the, this phase of Marvel is ass, and so we're going to leave it at that. We'll have more discussions on that later. But you know it's one of our favorite parts of the show. It is the game called Let Me Holla. You already know one of Nick Cannon's offspring is who we hollering at because at this point, I'm pretty sure he has given birth. He's impregnated 75% of the planets and the other half is impregnated by uh Philip Rivers. So y'all y'all know the rules of the game. You pick you pick a woman, you say let me holla at you and then you spit some game. 
EG, I'm going to let you go first again. Hey, Ashanti. I see you be working over there, but um, you should let you should leave John and come holler at me. You mean you mean Irv? Irv. I don't know who she be messing with now. It'd be Ja, it'd be Irv. It don't matter. Get off the stage. That holler was horrible. Cool. We know who you're coming at. Um, go ahead, do your thing. See what you can do. All right, all right. Well, you know, knee along, baby. <laughs> the thing is, you know, you made a conscious decision not to marry Emag Doker. And I understand. I mean, y'all got a child together. I don't want to ruin a happy home or what we perceive as happy. You know, it's none of my business what goes on. Um, you know, he just chose the wrong one at the office. It happens to some of us. But, you know, I'm just saying, I mean, you up there in the Northeast, it gets cold sometimes. But in the wintertime in Dallas, I mean, it's the perfect temperature. You don't have to wear a coat. Tracksuit will be fine. Um, so just come down there, holler at us, you know. Still enough time to come and catch the state fair. You know, we can be low-key. And, uh, you know, Dallas Mavericks all day. <laughs> that, that was that was all right. Now let me let me hey, let me show you how to put that thing there down when you when you lay it on. Hey Sierra, oh, I do it. I do it. Oh, I do it. You hey, he cool. has the leverage. He has cool. the leverage. So Sierra, you are you know how they say Denver's a mile high city. Won't you go? Take this trip down to Sunshine Land, and we can show you how to get that thing charged up. You know what I mean? Don't don't worry about Mister Unlimited. Go ahead and show you what what we can get bolted up. If you know what I mean, they say you like they say you like to ride it, and you know Disneyland ain't too far away unless you're trying to ride something else. You know what I mean? How y'all gonna hate? from the outside of good weather teams. You can't even get in. And my team five and one. Four and two? Ain't, 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 ain't much difference. No, nah, there's a big difference. Yeah, my division has above them. Actually, my division is ass just like yours. I really can't talk. <laughs> I was like, I really, hey, at least, we lost to the, at least we lost to Philly. They undefeated. Hey, look, none of our divisions are good right now. Let, let's just let's just put make it 100. Hey, I think that's the only time we can agree. Like, Coop, Coop may do it too hot. Steelers are, are hot ass. The Browns are still the Browns. Mm -hmm. And like, who else is in that division? The Bengals. That's why I said we could win the division, bro. You, you can't. Joe Burrow is going to walk off this, this year in a wheelchair. I don't know how you walk in a wheelchair. Don't ask questions, all right? Just, hey, let, let me holler at you. Sierra, you know, check your DMs, baby. I'm just saying, you know, Denver kind of cold. We can warm you up. Eric, Eric, is, Eric is silently hating. You know, it's all good. <laughs> uh, just tag y'all something on Twitter, man. Anyway, to find to finally end things off, we gonna we gonna slow it down a little bit and let you take your thirty. Y'all know this is a dangerous game I'm playing, but I'm gonna go ahead and let Coop do it. Coop, everybody gets it, but I'm going to let Coop go first. You get 30 seconds. Go ahead and rant off what you got to say, and your timer officially starts now. Go. Number one, everybody, 
quit inviting Kanye on your damn show. Stop. Stop. Please stop. Uh, number two, Texans. It's very important. Uh, we have to get Greg Abbott out of damn office. Please. Voting starts next month. Please do something. Um, and number three, hey, allergy season, flu season. Everybody, man, get sanitized, stay clean, take your CMOS, do what you can. Um, hey, man, hey, and everybody stay true to stay true to what they believe in and do your thing. Be safe on Halloween, X, Y, and Z, dog. And don't be giving away no BS, bro. Facts, or we will find you. Facts, bro. Don't be that house, bro. Don't be the house. The bar has been set. EG, you ready to go off? Let's get it. 30 seconds on the clock as of now. Go. You know what, Aaron Rodgers? You're a fucking bitch, bro. <laughs> oh, damn. Okay. Look, man, I've been wait- I've been waiting all year. I've been late waiting 10 years for this downfall, and I'm finally seeing it happen. I'm a certified, certified, double times Aaron Rodgers hater. See, y'all hate him for his political opinions and the vaccine and stuff. No, 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 no. I was hating Aaron Rodgers before it was even cool. See, this man's ruined my life, and I'm tired of it. Damn. I'm tired of it, man. Double homicide. It's valid, though. I mean, someone called T. Grizzly. This man this man needs a diss track. That man really prayed on the man down for Hey, someone at could- least I admit it. Other people don't. I mean, at least he's upfront about it. At least he ain't, at least he's not a silent hater. Yeah, like I admit, like I do not like Aaron Rodgers one bit. We we gonna keep that trend going. EG, count me down from five out loud this time. Five, four, three, three and a half, two, two and one quarters. I hate this man so much. One. Not as much as fucking Brandon Staley. How do you have a job? I'm going to call myself my blood. Brandon Staley, this is too. We had 58 seconds and three timeouts, and you ain't none of them until Facts. one second left on the clock. We had a hurt kicker. Just Dustin Hopkins was on one leg kicking us and saving us, putting us into this game. And you don't want to use your timeouts to get closer? No. How do you still have a job? I would have fired him on the way to the airport. I would have made him walk home. He don't have no scholarship for me to take, but I would take it if I could. I want his office cleaned out now. Hey, Sean Payton, get your ass off the couch and come to L.A. <sighs> Damn. Who was more violent, me or Jamal? Nah, you was violent, bro, because you prayed on a being downfall for a decade, bro. <laughs> Hey, I didn't start this, this year. You've been plotting on this since middle school. <laughs> hey, but at least I kept the same energy. You're right. Daddy, Coop, that's valid. You got to give it to him. That's valid. Yeah, that's valid. But damn, bro, praying on a man's downfall for a decade. That's because y'all didn't have to deal with him like the way I had to. This is true. I don't see him twice a year. Hey, you know what? We appreciate people who keep that same energy. And we appreciate you. For tuning in to another episode of the one and only D1 Ignite University podcast. We're not going to give anybody any final thoughts because, hey, we just went on rants anyway, so you're probably tired of hearing me yelling because I'm tired of doing it and my voice is cracking already. Oh, whoa, whoa, going Jamal, Jamal, I have a major announcement. Oh, McDonald's, 
McDonald's will begin to sell Krispy Kreme donuts across line, nine different locations in a new menu experiment. What oh, shit? The hell? What in the high cholesterol is going on? Jamal, don't question it. You right? This Bro. is a good. Hey, hey, hey. What if I could get donuts for the bread on my McGriddle? Wait a minute. Granddad did it first. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. The Granddad did it first. <laughs> the Luther. The Luther. Yo, I forgot about that. <laughs> hey. I'm down for this. I'm down for this. So, I really that forgot about that. Thanks to that announcement, we have come to the end of another episode of the one and only Deep with Igni University podcast. We look forward to coming to you semi-live, whatever the hell I feel like it, because I can do that, so I've asked questions over the right here. So like, so like I love to say in every episode, keep learning, keep living, keep loving, and we out.